0: Happy birthday
1: to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Jimmy! Happy birthday Happy birthday to you. Hey-o. Happy birthday twenty twenty. At least it is here and now. It won't be when you listen to it, most likely. But it is now! And it's Jimmy Page's 76th birthday. Happy birthday, young man. And uh, this episode is going to focus on... I was originally going to do... I always do this. I always tell you something awesome, and then it's like, nope, here's the Zeppelin show. So I won't. You know what? I, I was going to do this. This is my plan A. Everything fell into place, and I followed through with all my intentions kind of um so tonight 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 we are going to listen to it's probably incongruous if you're going to work and it's the morning and you heard me do that but whatever um jimmy page's birthday january 9th uh, we're going to listen to a track or two from the Royal Albert Hall 1970 gig and um I have to I have a very slim pickings as far as what songs I can play cuz most of the concert is on the Led Zeppelin DVD and I can't play that but not all of them so we're going to hear something from that and we're going to hear something from January 9th 1969 the year before young James is, how old would he have been? Holy shit. I can't do math. 25th birthday. Wow. That was scary. How long that took to calculate? Um, yeah. So let's just, uh, well, let's take a moment to say Jimmy page is awesome. He seems to be really happy. He's super healthy. He's super healthy. He's all, he's like yoga healthy. Um, straight back, straight neck, slender mobile. I mean, 76 isn't as old as it used to be. I mean, if you, if you think back to it, um, I think Les Paul's 65th birthday party or something, you can see it on YouTube. Uh, he came out and jammed with maybe Jeff Beck or somebody. Um, And he was like a little old man with his head down between his shoulders even back then. And he was younger than Jimmy is now. So 76 isn't what it used to be, especially if you're rich. So although Mr. Page was not uh, the most health conscious for, oh, let's say the middle third of his life or the, uh, you know, whatever. The majority of it even maybe. But uh, he certainly caught it in time and has gotten healthy now. And his girlfriend that he lives with, uh, that seems to. I mean, people sometimes people bitch about it because she's younger than his daughter. Whatever, who cares? He's rich. That's how it goes. She also seems to be an artist in her own right. Her poetry's cool. Her album's cool. She seems happy. Jimmy seems happy. She doesn't. It's not like an Anna Nicole Smith thing, where she's like, "My daddy loved me so much," and the old man's just like, "Oh," in the background. No. So, I mean, kudos, Mr. Page. Um, you changed my life. You changed the lives of millions of people over the last half century, which is what I think is what you sad, set out to do. So, holy shit, congratulations on the fulfillment of your true will, Freighter. Um, I would love to have heard more music from you. You kind of went quiet after 2000. But uh, hey, that that is your call to make, and uh, you have done wonders with the Led Zeppelin catalog after that, which is great. We've got the wonderful DVD, which could also be a wonderful Blu-ray, just saying. Um, there's more live shit out there. Uh, there's stuff out there that would blow our minds. Uh, Jimmy said that back during the DVD days, is that there's stuff out there that would just you know make your jaw drop, and just the, the bath... Um, 1970 video is out there but you know it's it's prohibitive it was prohibitively expensive to purchase or get the licensing to from, from jimmy so he said fuck it um i believe there's a, a an outdoor festival from 69 that was record that was filmed um that's out there somewhere too same kind of thing someone asked news exorbitant price um i think this is this is my memory so you know think back to me trying to do math and take it with a grain of salt um, there's the Pontiac Silverdome 1977, uh, video, which is kind of like the Seattle video, a 77, just off the in-house cameras. Um, that is, uh, rumored to be in the deep, deep hoarder circles. Um, but you know, it. there, there's stuff out there and it will certainly come to light at some point um even if it's regrettably after the guys are gone and hopefully we're still around but who knows and it just kind of comes out in like one of those public domain 299 Walmart bin DVDs and CDs of stuff that's like quasi quasi legal you know printed in Italy where they have no copyright laws and it's just radio shows and things whatever it'll come out at some point cuz that's how it works um rambling on all right well fuck it let's get to it shall we family let's get to it you heard my little happy birthday wasn't that cute the song happy birthday um was written by me um that was from bonzo's birthday party actually is the name of the of the bootleg it's uh march 31st 1973 and they were actually singing "Happy Birthday, Bonzo." And many of you already knew that, but some of you didn't. But now you do. Know. If you don't know, now you know, buddy. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Anyway. Let's listen to um, January 9th, which is, I believe, the Fillmore, San Francisco. It's in San Francisco for sure. I fucked this up last time. Um, January 9th, and it is the only song that has ever come out from the set. It might be the only song that was recorded, because remember, on January 9, 1969, they were nobody. They were the motherfuckers who were, like, opening for Moby Grape. Um, so it's not like people were going, I got a tape Zeppelin. They were more like, well, these guys are good. Let's record this song and then save the rest for, you know, Iron Butterfly or Vanilla Fudge or whoever they were opening for, if they were opening for everybody. Well, of course they were. It was the 9th. They didn't book the film or, uh, before... Anybody knew who the fuck they were. They'd been in town for two weeks, in the country for two weeks. So let us listen to Train Kept a Rollin' from January 9th, 1969. And listen to the hungry young Led Zeppelin as they're getting over the ridiculous uh, colds and flu that they caught landing in America in late December 1969 from England, where they don't know what cold is. Well, I'm sure they do. Let's listen. I'll be back in a minute. Enjoy, friends. I know, I know. It didn't sound that great. The quality was shitty. Listen, it's all we got. It was like three minutes. Let's see how long, 7.45. It was three minutes of your life. Don't bitch. It was cool. The train kept rolling. It was fiery. They were little. They just got here. Jimmy was, and Jimmy was a pro. But, I mean, Robert and Bonzo, they just got here. Can you imagine being in San Francisco in the 60s as a young Blooming rock god. And you're only, how old were they? 21 years old. No. Shit, they were 20. They were 20 years old. Wow. Wow. Good for them. Holy shit. Can you imagine when they got back to England? Back to their lives and their families? And they're like, Robert, will you take out the trash? And he's like, oh my god. There were three women pleasuring me. Two nights ago. Huh. Well, that's how it happens. That's how the, that's why they call it decadence. Because um, then you come home and it's like, no, I'm not taking out the fucking trash. We'll get a person to do that. Let's go to the French Riviera and get naked. Um, well, that would be nice, too. Although <laughs> no one wants to see me naked and I'm not rich enough for them to pretend. So uh, there we are with that. All right. That was uh, that was the worst quality track of the show, so we're gonna move on to something that's gonna be phenomenal. Um, this is the January 9th, nineteen seventy Royal Albert Hall concert that uh, most of you will be familiar with, cause it's officially available on this DVD. It's the one where Jimmy's wearing the sweater vest, cause he was awesome, but he wasn't cool yet. I mean, he was cool, but he wasn't like badass. I'm wearing Aleister Crowley's giant clunking necklace on my hollow heroin-doubt chest while I'm wearing a silk jumpsuit with dragons and poppies on it because I'm fucking cool. Cool. I <sighs> forgot to inhale um, or exhale. I don't know. I'm fine. <laughs> so what we're going to play is what isn't on the DVD is. That can't be right either. <laughs> Hang on, I was going to play you Since I've Been Loving You, but how the fuck could they have Since I've Been Loving You in January of 1970? Did they? I don't think they did. Alright, I'm going to play you something. Hang on, I'll be back in a minute and I'll tell you what it is. Well, hello, I'm back. Well, I won't be playing you Since I've Been Loving You because I can't find a version that has Since I've Been Loving You, although Jimmy Page says they played it and they, on the setlist he provided. Anyway, what I will play for you is Heartbreaker, which is not on the DVD. It's also not complete, but it's almost complete. And the sound is superb. So here we are. Jimmy Page, Happy Birthday, Led Zeppelin, January 9th, 1970, Royal Albert Hall, Heartbreaker.
0: Heartbreaker.
1: And that's where the tape ran out, as you could hear. That's what that little bloop was at the end, was the uh, tape running out of the reel, which is why it's not on the DVD. But it is most of the song. And we actually got to the end of that um, run that Jimmy was doing, that phrase. We got to the end of that, so there was um, resolution. It wasn't just like ba-da-da. You know, the phrase had finished, so it wasn't a bad, the worst place for the tape to run out. And all that would be left after that would just be better you know, just uh, the end of Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker, Heartbreaker, Heartbreaker. So, I mean, it's not the end of the world. And it was still good. Quality was insane, wasn't it? Bonzo's drums. Jesus, Bonzo's drums. And Jonesy's fat bass sound. So that's just about all i can play from the royal albert hall um but that's okay because i got another treat for you well it's not so much as a treat well it is a treat fuck you um i shouldn't have said fuck you to you i apologize deeply you know i don't mean it baby why do you make me say those things um Originally, what I wanted to do was to put together like a best of or my favorite Jimmy performances. But then I realized that all almost all of of my favorite Jimmy performances are already podcast episodes. So it would just be a it'd be a clip show. And, you know, although this is episode thirty. Seven. Episode thirty seven, I think. I don't know. Whatever it says on the podcast, whatever it says on your phone or on your computer, uh, that's what episode it is. Um, I don't want to do. I don't want. I don't want to do a clip show yet, because um, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't feel right, and so I I uh, came up with the birthday idea, and uh, there were only two dates Zeppelin performed on Jimmy's birthday, so this is what we got. So. I'm sorry I let you down. But how could I let you down? Did Jimmy let you down? Is that what you're saying? Jimmy Page wasn't good enough for you? <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm giddy because um, I have the house to myself until next week. And uh, <laughs> you know that feeling. The weekend's coming up. Tomorrow's Friday. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I am not doing a goddamn thing that is good for me. Um, like, like the most constructive and helpful thing I will do will be, like, take out the garbage. Other than that, I am going to waste the entire weekend doing what I want to, having fun. Like I try to do every night for, you know, a couple of hours and just get a little taste of it to keep me going to the next day, to keep the gun out of my mouth, as it were. Um, But this weekend... Oh, Lordy Lord. Oh, Lordy Lord. It's payday weekend. I have the house to myself. Led Zeppelin exists. I can delve into the Jonesy project and make some project progress on that. I mean, it's already existent, but I only have a couple of things and I want there to be a bunch. There's a bunch for him. So, uh, yeah, video games. Uh, party favors, fun, laughter, lots and lots of YouTube watching of, uh, guys playing video games. So I don't have to, and, uh, just, oh, that beautiful freedom of having the whole place to yourself so I can sing as loud as I want. If I, uh, you know, get a and, uh, revel, I revel, I get the, I, I revel to the extent where I want to sing out loud, you know, where I'm playing music very loud, which I will. And then I will sing along to it, which I will without self-consciousness. Cause I'll have the place to myself. I can have pizza. I can get drunk if I feel like it. Although I rarely get hammered. I don't really get hammered. Um, I have a couple drinks and get a little head change and maybe a bit of a buzz closest I come was, um, I was playing video games like maybe a year ago. And, um, I I prudently chose to bring the bottle of whiskey with me rather than pour a drink so I wouldn't have to get up and get another and just kind of just pirate drank while I video gamed. And I thought I was fine until I got up to pee. And then it was like, whoa, boy. I mean, you know that feeling. So it's not like, danger, danger. I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm allowed to enjoy myself. This is America. I'm a man. I'm a white male. That still means something. Um... No offense, just fucking around. Um, well, I pissed away more time. So what I'm going to do is, since I can't really play anything else from the Royal Albert Hall show because it's all been professionally released, um, and I can't do the, I don't want to do the Jimmy clip show of my favorite stuff because we're already 23 and, and a half minutes into this. What I am going to do is, I'm going to play you my absolute all-time "Carry It to the Grave with Me." jimmy page live performance and solo and you've already heard it because it is the first episode of the heart of markness back when i was young and hopeful and way more professional um it is 10 years gone from july 24th 1979 a concert that man amazing there's an excellent audio recording audience recording, rather, out there that is um, its only fault is that it's a touch distant because it was recorded from the uh, balcony, the first balcony of a very of a very small theater of a few hundred people. Um, So it's not like front row Mike Millard level stuff, but it is a Mike Millard level uh, rig that's recording it even better because it's a reel to reel, not a cassette and stereo mics, and it's great. And 10 years gone, Jimmy nails everything. I've never heard him play this run like he's played it. It's perfect. It's beautiful. And it is, um, you know, for that night and the night before, Jimmy was playing like 1973 Jimmy, which was nice because you get to hear some of the later tracks with the pre heroin fluidity. And it's it was beautiful. You know, the clouds parted briefly and the sun shone even more so than at the first Nebworth. So, friends, the last track, I think the last track that I'll play for you tonight is, again, my favorite version of 10 Years Gone. Apologies if you're rolling your eyes because you've heard it before, but it was 37 episodes ago, so... And two years, <laughs> so, I mean, it, it can't be that fresh in your mind. So, please listen closely. Um, It's wonderful. You can hear Jonesy's acoustic guitar really well and clearly. It's well mixed. It's, you can hear, not only hear his acoustic, you can hear the steel of the steel strings of it. it it's, yeah, and like I said, its only flaw is that it's a little distant, which takes it from an excellent plus to like an excellent, or maybe if you're a stickler, an excellent minus. But, you know, an A minus is still an A. So enjoy it, my friends. I'll be back in a few minutes mm <laughs> And there you have it. My absolute favorite performance by James Patrick Page um, of all time. Ten years gone, 1979, Copenhagen, July 24th. Flawless, flawless execution. Um, what we have there is a very clear-minded and focused James Page. Um, this was, of course, the second concert that they had given in two years after, uh, Robert lost his son. They got Robert back into the fold cause he wasn't even sure he wanted to do this anymore. And, uh, they took it seriously. Obviously, obviously Jimmy cleaned up, you know, to, you know, whatever degree rock stars would clean up in the seventies, you know, like Keith quit heroin, but he didn't quit anything else. But, um, Keith Richards were on a first name basis. I'm sorry. And, uh, it was remarkable. Great show. Great show. I may just go back and, and do a podcast about that show again because it's so good um, and play some other tracks. I don't know. I don't know. We will see. Well, there you have it. Jimmy Page, happy birthday. Happy birthday, sir. And thank you. Thank you, dear listeners, for dear listening. And... um. I will have a Patreon up and running shortly, maybe even this weekend. Maybe that's something I'll do this weekend. Um, I'm just stuck on literally putting up uh, a picture, and I already have an avatar, the stupid little face with the glasses that you see on your phone um, that I drew in Microsoft Paint in, like, 2010 for a website that I don't even own anymore. <laughs> um, that's, that's the roadblock finding that on my, uh, probably on my fucking desktop and just going click. That was the thing that was like, well, I guess that's it. We're not doing Patreon. So if I can overcome that hurdle, Jesus Christ, I'm a wreck. Um, then I'll have a Patreon up and you guys can all scramble to give me money. I mean, I said this last week, you're not gonna lose a thing. Everything that you're getting for free now, you're getting for free now. This is always gonna be a free podcast. Um the Patreon is just a little something to, you know, help keep the lights on here at Casa Donahue. Cause uh I am not a wealthy man. But I wanna be. Um so it'll be like five bucks a month. You'll get an extra show a month, kind of thing, and then some other shit as I come up with it. But Thank you. Thank you for listening. Every week, there's more of you. Every week, I meet more of you online, and we talk and become friends, hopefully. And I appreciate the input. Talk to me. This is why I'm doing this. Well, this isn't why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because secretly, I hope one of you is going to give me a million dollars. But it's a tertiary reason for why I'm doing this. And I am on Twitter at Heart of Markness. Follow me if you're on Twitter. And, uh, you know, let me know what you think. I'm on Facebook, Heart of Markness. I have a Facebook group. Join it. Talk to me. Let me know what you think. I have a website, heartofmarkness.com, which is current, motherfuckers, current. Every podcast is up there, and almost every show from every podcast is available to download in its completeness. Oh, I didn't think of that. I can't do it for this show because it's all professionally released, so sorry. You're just going to have to, I don't know, rip heartbreaker from this if you want it that bad. But, um, yeah, I can't put up the Royal Albert Hall show. I apologize. And uh, I don't even, I don't know. You're probably not going to want that train kept rolling. It sounds like it was recorded from inside a coffee can. So, uh, sorry about that, y'all. But, yes, please follow me on Twitter. I am responsive. If you tweet me, I will tweet you back. Every week, people make suggestions and say, hey, have you considered this? Hey, you should listen to this. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful to interact with you guys, to know that this is actually going out and going into people's ears somewhere. And I'm not just, you know, talking into this beautiful mic uh, to nobody. And it's also cool to know that this is going to live forever somewhere on an NSA server, if nothing else, for the rest of time, this digital copy of this podcast and my voice and my thoughts will live on for virtually forever, but you know, a while. So yay, I'm almost immortal, like a vampire without any of the perks. But I don't like vampires anyway. They're stupid. So thank you, folks. I love you very much. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Go to hardnobarkness.com. There's more than just the podcasts. Not a lot more. I'll grant you. But there is more. But if you go back a couple years to 2017, 2016, there's a whole bunch of shit that has nothing to do with the podcast because it didn't exist yet. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Shameless promotion time. Um, If you like this podcast, please leave me a review. I'm going to cough. Hang on. (coughs) Sorry. I had a tickle in my throat building. If you like this, please leave me a review just about every week or at least every other week. Somebody does. And I know it's a little bit of a pain in the ass, but, um, it, this, every podcaster says this because it's true. It really helps in my search results. I am now showing up when people in iTunes search for Led Zeppelin. I hadn't before. That's nice. I met, I'm on the very, very bottom rung of a very, very long ladder, um, tall ladder. I guess it would be a tall ladder, Mark, um, so please, whatever podcast platform you're on, if you like the podcast, if you like the show, if you like me, take a moment. It's more than a moment, I know. And um, leave a review. It can just be leaving a few stars, five stars, only five stars. Um, no, whatever you like. Um, comments that are, are, are weighted more heavily. So if you want to leave, if you leave me a comment, a, a review, I guess it would be a review beyond just the stars. It helps me tremendously. Plus, it makes me feel good. It, it's nice to read read those, and um, I have a platform, an analytics platform that I use that calls reviews. I guess it, yeah, it does calls reviews from all around the world. So, like, if you're in um, the United Kingdom and you leave a review on iTunes, it doesn't show up in in America. But I see it and it makes me feel so good because it's neat to see people in like Denmark and Sweden and the UK and and Israel and and, uh, Ecuador, all these places that I don't see. And then I sign up for this platform and it's like, holy shit, this is crazy. People are listening all over the world. And it's ridiculously humbling. It's ridiculously humbling. And um, if I think about it too much, it's kind of paralyzing. But it's nice to know that there are, you know... Every single week, there are hundreds of you immediately listening. And then over time, these episodes sit because they still exist. And people go back and they, back, they discover the podcast and they backtrack or somebody just finds it and goes, holy shit, that show and listen to it. And, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And now it's thousands. It's over 10,000 people have listened to this. And it's crazy eight bonkers. So thank you so much. And uh, oh, yeah, leave me a review. That was the whole point of this because it helps out. It helps spread the word. And if you like this podcast and you have friends who like Zeppelin, spread the word, please. There's not a lot of ways to propagate a podcast that I'm aware of um, other than going on Twitter. But I only have like 100 and something followers, which in Twitter speak is zero. So my reach is very small. Uh, So even if you just have a few followers, if you um, when I tweet, when I post the podcast, if you could retweet it or share it on Facebook. In addition to liking it, I do appreciate the likes. They're, they're the best. Thank you. But what's even better than the best is if you share it in or retweet it, because then all your followers see it too. And then, you know, somebody in that group of followers will go, holy shit, I didn't know there was a Led Zeppelin podcast and grab it. And then, you know, there's more of us. So thank you very much. Here endeth the lesson I'll see you guys next week. Happy New Year, even though I did a podcast last week, too. It's still Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Happy 76th birthday, Jimmy Page. Uh, You changed my life, man. You changed music. You you changed the world and history in a way, in a very real way. And I love you. All right. Bye-bye.